How do you create an online business without using websites? You're tuned into Dog Walk Marketing with Oso and Theo. Follow me while I document my journey to build my own profitable online business. How will I be able to break away from my job that I hate and be able to not only support my family but create a lifestyle that they deserve? How will I do this completely from scratch with a proven online sales system that does not use websites? Follow me and see what happens. Good morning, marketers. You're tuned in to Dog Walk Marketing with Oso and Theo. Hopefully you had a wonderful day yesterday and hopefully you learned a little bit about marketing as well as um, gardening, <laughs> you know, uh, with my wife's, uh, all her gardening techniques. Um, anyway, so uh, I was watching a show last night. I know I took a break and uh, relaxed and uh, it was a show on TV that I was watching it. And as I was, you know, looking at it, it had a good storyline. You know, it was a not bad show, but, you know, and I, and I had most of my attention most of the time. You know, it, I mean, it, it, it was a, maybe a, a 7 out of 10, I would guess, you know, in, in regards to my likability. But what happened at the end made me want to tune in for the next show. Um, it was what we call a cliffhanger. Um, where you end the show with curiosity and you want to make sure that the show, okay, you're like, okay, well, what happened? So my energy level throughout the show was, you know, very level. But at the very end, my energy level peaked and my curiosity peaked. So I, I want to see the next show. You know, I want to go see it. This is actually... A, is something of a uh, trick that the uh, dramas out there to this day and age use. I mean, if you look at the sitcoms, sitcoms never really use it. I mean, every once in a while they use it if you don't want to do a, a series. But for the most part, a sitcom, you know, like, um, you know, any, any sitcom you take is a, is a single storyline, single story sequence. You know, it basically has... One t- one story they do, and then the next week it's another story, and the next week it's another story. And by the end of that sitcom, that story is res- resolved. Whereas a drama, um, you know, a, a quote unquote soap opera, like you know, this is where it came from. These cliffhangers, it came from the soap operas, because every every week they would end it, you know, with what's going to happen next to your favorite character, you know, um, so. You would be, you know, you'd be invested in the storyline. And once you're invested, you're more apt to come back to see more. Uh, they also do this in um, the uh, shows, like in the reality shows, things like that, you know, because you're invested in the characters. Uh, uh, for example, uh, Mask Singer, they do that a lot. In fact, they actually uh, emphasize it uh, in there. And people know that they emphasize it. So when they say, okay, we're going to reveal you know, the, the, this one uh, character right after these messages. And they know that's the cliffhanger because that's why they pause there because everyone's like saying, okay, well, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And they're on the edge of their seats waiting for the answer. And they're like waiting, waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden they say, after these messages. And you're like, oh, man. And then you say, well, I got to stay on this. I got to stay on to watch these messages and 
that's another way of people getting people to watch these commercials and not tune into something else because they figure if they change the channel and come back, they might miss the actual revealment of who that character was or what that character had to go through. So a lot of times in dramas, they have cliffhangers within cliffhangers because, you know, they have it where at the end, right before the commercial break, they have a cliffhanger. So that way you tune in after the commercial, you come back and you're going to stick it out. This also helps the advertisers because the advertisers now get more eyes on their advertisements because if they did not have that cliffhanger, someone would flip the switch, you know, flip the channels and people do still, they flip the channels and then they go to, you know, the next and they come back. But there is a risk for them, and that risk a lot of times makes them stay on and watch those commercials. Nowadays, you know, TV and commercials is um, kind of passe because people can now use their DVRs, record it, and just go right through the commercials. But still, at the end of the actual whole show, there's a cliffhanger. And that cliffhanger wants you to come back next week, you know, um, same bat time, same bat channel. That's another one that used to use cliffhangers. Uh, and he would, they, they, would, they would have two episodes, and this first episode would be a cliffhanger. You know, I don't know if you guys remember Batman, um, you know, his TV series. They would say, same bat time, same bat channel, and then you would want to tune in to see what happened after that cliffhanger. Like, Batman is hanging over a vat of acid. What's going to happen? And then, you know, they would actually have questions, you know, for you to answer. And then in your mind, you're thinking, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Let me tune in and let me, I got I to gotta see what's going to happen. So all that, that week, you're thinking about Batman hanging over that vat of acid and those questions, you know, will Egghead, you know, reveal, you know, whatever it is, the questions that they have. This had some serious, silly questions on there, but it still was a cliffhanger. And that is something that you need to, these cliffhangers, these, these curiosity, these anticipation for, um, these feelings of, of wanting to know what's going to happen next. I'm sure you've had it before when you've watched a show. Ever, that's what they're there to do. And these feelings that, you, that, you, that are instilled in you, you want to instill in your customers. And how you do that is you do it through um, an email sequence, which you know, or even you can do it through your funnel, uh, where they they have to click the button to find the answer. You know, um, they have to click the button to see. Okay, well, this this is you know, I can get this. You know, for example, you know, the curiosity thing is you know that hook, that hook that you put at the top of your funnel, is a curiosity uh, magnet. And then they say, how can I do this? Well, yeah, I want to know. So they click that button, you know, you know, or they, or they buy that book. You know, this book tells me how to do all this. Well, I got to get this book because I don't know. So you click that button. And in regards to the email sequence, after they click that button, you want to start selling them something. But you want to do it with a curiosity. So you want to, you know, the very first email, you want to give them some value. But yet, you just like a like a, a drama. You get value from the sh- from the show. You get the storyline. It keeps moving in the right direction, and moving you towards the conclusion. Which, you know, in a lot of these dramas, they never have a conclusion, because you know you always uh, you know waiting for. They want to keep you coming back for more. If they had a conclusion, you'd be stopping. That's the season season finale. The uh, not the season, but the series season finale is when they have that conclusion. 
but what you're doing is you are um, moving them through an email sequence. At the end, you say, you know, and, and I have even more to tell you. This thing right here next is going to tell you about this, this, and this, and this. It's going to be, it's going to blow your mind. You just wait for it. I mean, I, I would like to tell you right now, but I got to go. And then people are going to be, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what's going on? You know, okay, I, I got to wait for that email. So when that email comes, you, know, you say, just watch out for it. Uh, it'll be titled, you know, XYZ problems solved. And then they're, now they're looking for that email. And they're going to open your email. And your opens are going to be rise and rise and rise with that curiosity, that soap opera ending, you know, that cliffhanger. So create emails that have a, uh, I mean, you don't have to create all of them. Some of them will be the sitcom ones where you just say one story, resolve it, and, and leave it. Okay? You know, uh, stories help sell again. As I've been mentioning throughout this whole thing, stories help sell. But what you do is you, you want to have a series of, of soap opera emails, is what we call them. And uh, these emails will follow a pattern, and at the end of that sequence, they'll get a resolution to that, that problem or pattern that you're trying to get them. So they'll, they'll be, they, what they do is they get into a familiarity of opening the emails, looking for your email, anticipating your email, wanting to know, you know, I mean, now they're, now you're in the driver's seat. Because if you just send them emails, you know, just random emails, people are going to be like, oh, geez, another email from him. But what you want to do is say, oh, I, I like this email. This email gives me value. This, this email, you know, this, every time I get an email from him, it creates value for me. And also, you know, he, I'm waiting for the next one because he told me he's going to tell me this, and I really need to know that. So this is what you need to do is when you're creating these emails, sequences, you want to develop a relationship with them where they feel they need your information. They need to open your email. They, they know that they're going to benefit from opening your email. So when they feel that they are going to benefit from opening your email, not necessarily you, which you will benefit you know, because you are going to be offering them offers and things like that throughout the emails. But they're going to benefit. If they feel they're going to benefit from reading your email, they're going to continue to read your email every single time. So that said, um, we have created some email sequences that, you know, are, that work and some examples of email sequences that you can look at. Um, if you want any more information, you can, you know, contact me at realskills.com. That's R E A L. S-K-I-L-Z dot com. And uh, we can talk about that. But anyway, I uh, just want you to have a wonderful and gr- great day. Hopefully uh, you uh, learned something from this podcast. And uh, let's keep on marketing.